Hey, Toronto, this is your friend Dean Young, and you're tuned in to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's a nice Sunday night. Maybe you're coming home from the cottage on this long weekend, and we're about to take you inside Canadian comedy to find out more of what's happening and why comics are talking about what they're talking about and why they do what they do. We're going to go behind the joke right now, Inside Jokes. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. There we go. A lot of energy on a Sunday night here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is Inside Jokes, taking you behind the scenes in Canadian comedy, finding out what's happening, why, what we're talking about, why comics do what they do the way they do. And it's time once again uh, for Top Comic. Sirius XM presents Top Comic every year at uh, Toronto's JFL 42 Festival, returning this September, uh, which is the Toronto version of Montreal's world-famous Just for Laughs. And Top Comic takes eight of the creme de la creme, the best of the best in Canadian comedy right now, vying for a cash prize of 25 grand, a spot on all of Canada's major festivals, and a trip to Sydney this year, too. They're going down under. So it's a huge, I think it's the biggest biggest prize ever and we have a top comic panel in studio with us today uh who are going to be joining us on september 27th at jfl 42 here in toronto we have our friend ben minor what up from of course sirius xm's canada laughs and uh the you know the the mastermind behind top comic ain't my money right <laughs> that 25 grand doesn't come from you every year ben no <laughs> no uh, but, you know, you sort of curate this whole thing and launch this whole thing, and it's gotten bigger and bigger every year. Absolutely. And, I mean, the truth is I'm really lucky to be in the position that I'm in and having people behind me that really support and encourage art. And I think the whole thing behind Top Comic is celebrating and elevating Canadian comedy and just showing people that we're as good to stand up against anyone and uh, just, you know, a little effort into put, putting a star system in place. That's right. And sort of trying to – I think we're always trying to to just build and maintain our own industry. I think – you know, part of it is just to put that spotlight on Canadian oh, comics yeah. and to hopefully to keep some of the talent here at home, too. Yeah. You know, to perform triage and keep some of the people here. Speaking of, one of our favorite comics, returning guest to the show, Shanti Morostka is in the house. I'm here, too. How's it going? Really good. Right? It's you, good to see you. You always bring so much light and energy to the studio here. And uh, you are joining the the finalists on September 27th for Top Comic. I am. I did it. At JFL 42. I want to ask Shanti, because, you know, I, I, I've i asked some of the finalists coming up in Top Comic for you. You know, I, I mean, I think the big thing for everybody involved is, of course, you're performing at Toronto's biggest festival and you're performing in front of the whole industry and you're performing in front of a huge audience. And I think for a lot of comics in that show... The big prize really is the spot on all of the major festivals that comes along with it. And of course, this year, if you take that home, you get to go to Australia as well. But I want to find out what would you do with uh, twenty-five, a cool twenty-five grand. Um, twenty-five. Wow, what a question! Hey, first of all, no. Um, with twenty-five thousand dollars, I think I would uh, donate a good chunk to the five one nine so that they, or, or maybe like. Uh, start something so trans kids can have fun on something. I don't know. Nice. I didn't really think about it. I get really nervous, so I'm not really planning on winning. I just, I'm just happy to be there. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's a good. It's it's the it's the big night of the festival. For it's sort of, I guess, Toronto's answer to homegrown, really, in a way, right? 
because you have everybody's eyes are on you, right, Ben? I mean, yeah, but I mean, homegrown is always more of like a rookie of the year type thing. Yeah, and with this, we're it's more of an MVP. It really is because the interesting thing with Top Comic is, it, you know, it runs the gambit. There are some comics that make their way that have maybe only been around for a few years, but have really made waves and really have a unique voice. There's also comics and Shanty. You're one of them that have been around for 10, 12, 15 years. Oh yeah, I mean, Shanty is a TV star who's done yeah. basically every major thing you can do in Canada. Like Shanty's awesome. So that that speaks to level we got killer new comics then we got the comics that you hope to be one day if your career goes well yeah and uh it's fun just watching everybody line up against each other and say you know when you're an established comic like shanty at least for me the same thing is when you go up on a show with younger comedians it feels really good to be able to say yeah see i still i can yeah right yeah. on i care as much as you do i've still got it i yeah. definitely still got it yeah. i don't know my hips hurt but i'm not that old <laughs> Do you still have the same, I th- I feel like you do, just knowing you and watching you, the same love of the game that you did when you first started out? Because, I mean, yeah, you've been around for a while. You have a lot of credits on your belt. But also, your material is all- always changing in the way that your life does. Your comedy is very personal. So do you still have that same fire where you're just like, this is your number one love in life? Yeah, I'm so in love with comedy. And I, f- I feel like I fell back in love with it when I started the queer comedy community because it's basically like... I get to speak in my own voice without explaining who I am a lot more now than I ever used to. So it just makes it, it, yeah, it's created a new love for me for for the, for the craft. For the craft. Shanty's the one odd. of the comics that makes me feel not funny cuz they're always super funny. You know what I mean? Like Shanty yeah. just makes me giggle. And I I walk away from doing shows with Shanty, I'm like, "Oh man, I got to work harder. I got to be more Shanty like." He's more shanty like yeah, we yeah, all yeah. could stand to be a little bit more shanty like. And actually I do want to touch a little bit shanty on this queer comedy scene that you have built yeah. in the last couple of years here in Toronto. I don't know how to take compliments, I'm sorry. Well, we're just gonna get into <laughs> it. Uh, right here. I'm Dean Young. We'll be right back on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Ali Hassan, and uh, you really can have it all if you're listening. Inside jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Can we blend commercialization and IDs? Can they? Yeah. Welcome back. You're tuned into Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Dean Young, and today we're talking all things Top Comic. That is the annual competition that pits the best of the best in Canadian comedy. Uh, well, not necessarily against each other, but you know they're they're vying for twenty five grand, which is it's against each other. You know, that's it's a comedy couple, kumite. <laughs> that is because that's a couple of years salary in stand up in Canada for sure, uh, and it takes place during JFL forty two. Which uh, for our listeners, if you haven't been yet, go. This is the festival that is Toronto's answer to Montreal's world famous just for laughs festival, uh, but it's a bit of a different animal. Um, and Top Comic, of course, takes the winning comic, not just giving them that cash prize, but also. Spots on Just for Laughs, JFL 42, JFL Northwest, and uh, this year they're also going to perform in Sydney, Australia. Not too shabby. Right? That's a huge, that's a career launcher for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a means of leveling up. It totally is. And I mean, even, you know, we're talking Ben Miners here from SiriusXM Canada Laughs, uh, the, the mastermind, the head honcho behind Top Comic, which has grown exponentially over the last few years. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we're talking before the break about how the comics on Top Comic, it's the funny thing in Canadian comedy where these comics have been around for a while. They're mm-hmm. established. They have festival credits and tours and, and club gigs, uh, but they might be, they're household names to us. Yeah, yeah. In Canadian comedy, but audiences might have no idea who they are yet, you know? So it's a good chance to expose yourself to what's going on in this country. Uh, it's dope, man. I mean, I love that we've got comics like Ryan Williams in Vancouver, who's a pretty new dude, and, you know, super green and uh, awesome at the same time where, 
you just have that energy that comes with being a new comic. You know what I mean? Like, they're just such dorks for it, and yeah. it's such a battery charger. They're so happy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they just I can't believe that they get to do this, and it's, ah, and it's the greatest feeling for them. I just love being around comics like that. And then again, throwing it back to Shanty, you've got the veteran comic who's invested in the scene, knows what they're doing, yeah. has dedicated their entire existence to this. So it's fun watching these two people meet up and compete and see the commonality you find between them. I'm going to rip his face off. <laughs> yeah. With my jokes. With your jokes. Yeah. And then my hands. And, then, <laughs> and t- take that 25 grand with you and walk. But it's it's interesting because when, you know, the first few years in comedy, when you're getting more serious about it, you do, Ben. You have that drive, right? Where it's just comedy is all consuming. That's mm-hmm. your entire life. That's all you care about. Everything else comes second. It takes a few years of doing that before you sort of find this work-life balance as much as comics can have that, right? Mm-hmm. Because comedy is well, a lifestyle. You have so much to talk about when you just first start because you comedy know? isn't your entire life and you're not just in the club all the time. So yeah. you have so much more, I don't know, whimsical thoughts to talk about. <laughs> Relatable <laughs> stuff too. And then you're like, I spend every day in a basement. How are, how's everybody here? Yeah, you do de- You do tend to lose touch the more you throw yourself into the scene. I always say it's like, you got to go out and live. You got to fill the tanks. Because Hemingway didn't just hang out with writers talking about what it would be like to run with the Bulls, right? He went to Spain yeah. and he did it. That's right. You do sort of, after a while, you can really hit that wall where you're like, and then you'll get into a loop where you're just churning out the same material because your life is nothing new is happening in your life. So you that's just have nothing to talk about. That's why I keep transitioning so that I have yeah. more things to talk about. <laughs> well, and that's what, so we mentioned before the break Shanti, you, of course, have spearheaded this whole sort of new queer comedy scene here in Toronto. Mm-hmm. You you run showcases on Church Street at Pegasus, and you've opened the door for a lot of new comics coming in. Uh, and I've seen your shows, and I got to go and perform on one where it's you'll have some brand new people uh, right out of the gate that nobody even knows where they came from. And some of these new people you're putting on stage are just incredible, like right out of the gate. So, I mean, for you, what's the balance now? If you, of course, have to worry about your own career and you're in top comic now. What's the balance between that and sort of cultivating this scene? Like, what do you find your role is different now in comedy? Um, I feel like I just have a role. I feel like it, uh, it's almost like I gave myself some sort of importance by being able to give other people what I didn't have when I started comedy because I was, like, censored and told not to talk about being gay. And yeah. then I was like, wait, being gay isn't wrong. So... And uh, just like basically just opening the door to mentor like up to there's 60 like I call them my gay bees now. Yeah. I just I just like go for coffees with them and just like pump up their tires because gay people when they hit the stage are really funny because they haven't they, they're too scared to go to open mics. And then yeah. when they do come onto the queer stage, they've been prepping for this and thought about it so much that they're just out of the gate. They're so much better. I don't know how to explain it. Because it's just this pent-up thing that they get to go and just release on stage, I suppose, too. Yeah, right? it's almost like coming out again, but with your jokes. And I think, too, and we've talked about on the show lately about how, you know, you're seeing all these different sort of showcases for underrepresented people popping up, especially here in Toronto. And the turnouts are incredible. The followings that you guys are building are incredible because I think you're tapping into an audience that was always there, but just never... They just never get to see themselves on stage and they yeah. finally get to see what their voice sounds like and see what they look like on stage. It's really amazing to see. That's the thing. And it's almost like we were overlooking so many voices in comedy in such a huge segment of audience that we just ignored for years because it was sort of... It was so old. weird. It was like we all thought everybody was a straight white man, but then we realized we'd look <laughs> deeper and everybody was so diverse and different. <laughs> 
Well, even for you, I wanted to ask, because you came here originally from Winnipeg, and you were already, you know, you've been around, you were established in Winnipeg, and Ben certainly knows this, you know, comics, Ben, you're originally from Ottawa, Yep. comics flood into Toronto, and it's sort of, well, this is the big playground now, but you come here, and it's it can feel so oversaturated sometimes, it's sort of like starting over in a way, because now you just sort of have it's to find- It's definitely like starting over, yeah. You know, you have to find your foothold again and figure out who you are and how you sort of rise above and get noticed in this scene- so I think over the last few years, that's been a huge change for you, for sure, is just sort of you've built your own scene for yourself, really. And how, yeah. like, has your material, material, material changed a lot the way your life has? Yeah, I just, I get to talk about being queer without, like, uh, without the first 10 minutes being like, this is why I am gay. I just get to talk about it. Yeah. And now when I do bring it that material, like I headlined Yucks, and I just got to talk about being a trans dude, and I didn't have to be like, I'm so sorry, everyone. Hold on to your wives. I just got to talk about it because it's like people can catch up to me now because it's yeah. 2018. If you need an explanation for 20 minutes what trans trans means, then you, I don't, I don't know. You should, you should go back home. Yeah, you've got some reading <laughs> and to maybe do. Maybe you have Google there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true, and it's it, it's true. You could just go up and just your voice is your voice, and that's it. And mm-hmm. your your audience is just going to find you, and that's it. We'll be right back with Ben and Shanty right here. <laughs> Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Anna Gustafson. You're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Dean Young, and I'm joined in studio this week by Ben Miner from Sirius XM Canada Laughs. Yo, yo. The man behind the competition that is top comic. I am Oz. You are Oz. You are the, <laughs> the comic behind the curtain. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Shanti Morostica, one of our favorites, returned to the show today with us. Hey. Also <laughs> being featured on Top Comic September 27th at JFL 42 here in Toronto. Uh, and if you're just tuned in, Top Comic happens every year and it just sort of keeps snowballing and getting bigger and bigger. And I think this is the biggest year to date. Uh, so they take the best comics coming up in Canada right now and some comics who've been around for a while and they are going after 25 grand and spots on all the major festivals and uh, actually Ben I wanted to ask too how did the so this year they're also going to perform in Sydney Australia yeah so how did that whole whole thing come together I want to go to Sydney Australia (laughs) and hopefully if we make that a prize I get to go with no uh just for last are fantastic partners with us yeah and they've played a huge part in helping to uh, build the competition up uh, to the point where it is now, and that was another you know festival that they have uh, that they produce, so it just kind of made sense, and it all came together. And uh, yeah, great relationship with a great festival, and let's try to get some Canucks over in snowy Canada My or snowy thre- Australia. Rather. Yeah, My mom threatened me because she wants to go to Sydney. And <laughs> so you have to win. Yeah, and I was like, cool, I'm on it. <laughs> I wasn't going to try, but now I will. <laughs> but, you know, and your mom, your mom probably isn't listening. Would you bring your mom, Shanti? I would. Yeah? I, I like okay. her a lot. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Can you bring mine, too? Because my mom always wants to go there. And Is she in Thunder Bay? She's in Thunder Bay. My mom just moved there, yeah. Oh, really? I'll strap them to each, each other. It'll be like, is that two moms? No, that looks like one. Two moms yeah. going to Sydney. Just put them on top of each other, and they'll do a Muppet Man. Yeah, that could be an 80s uh, sitcom, for sure. Two moms in Sydney. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I want to... Ben, the one thing that seems to be a focus of yours lately, correct me if I'm wrong, but you also... You were one of the key figures this year in getting the comedy albums back to the Juno Awards as yeah. well. Um, you know, and, and right? Yeah, we can clap <laughs> for that. I think that was a huge advent to happen this year. 
And that's the thing. I mean, you know, now in 2018, one of the big things is comics, no matter where you're based, and here in, in Canada is no exception, is you are trying to reach out to sort of a more global audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but over the years, festivals like JFL 42 and Just for Laughs, part of getting those gigs for comics was just so that you could get the credits needed to pack up and make the move to the States. Yep. And it seems like a lot of the work that you're doing now with Top Comic, the way that that's grown, and with bringing the comedy albums back to the Junos, is there more of a hope, do you think, to keep Canadian talent here and build an audience here? I hope so. I mean, me the thing for me is I don't mind people moving to another country because it's it's human nature to want to see how your stuff fares in another, envi- in another environment to different people. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's unfortunate when Canadian comics have to do that as a last resort because they've run out of options in Canada. I think that's unfortunate. Yeah, and then that's when Canadians love them. And it's like, but they were here a minute ago. Exactly. And I think, you know, with shows like Letterkenny uh, that are happening right now, it's great to watch comics that we've seen on the scene evolve into these theater comics like K-Trev. K-Trevor Wilson's a great example of where the scene could be headed in uh, the next few years, where this is a homegrown guy. He's committed to being in this country, making content in this country. We'll We'll definitely work abroad, but he wants to make things here and make things better here. And, I mean, again, you look at Shanty, what they're doing with the the queer comedy community. And yep. the people that are good at comedy seem to be investing in comedy as well. And I think that's going to go a long way towards building the scene up and eventually getting us our own little queue on Netflix. Because, you know, because you like Canadian comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's so-and-so. And, yeah, K-Trev is a great example because it seems to be working. K-Trev is, yep. is starting to become a name that regular people know about. Obviously, Letterkenny helps because you go, oh, Squirrely Dan mm-hmm. from Letterkenny. But it is working. People are starting to notice now. Uh, for is you, is that his character's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which works, right? That was He's my a large, name in high school. <laughs> large man with a beard. For you, Shanti, I mean, is that is that the goal? You're, you know, you you have to worry about your own comedy career, of course, but you're also sort of playing this this parental figure to this whole new scene that you're building. Is that the goal? Is to just cultivate something here and create a home here that you well, can like, work in? I'm like a queer. I'm like queer pop bear <coughs> of the comedy community, and dads leave all the time. That's like a statistic. Yeah. I no, but I'd honestly, I'd love if there was a star system in place in Canada that we could stay here and like actually make a living and be on a CBC show or be in a writer's room without having to move to the states to prove that we're good enough for that. Yeah. I would. I I would love that. I'd love to stay here. I don't think I don't want to support America's economy, and I don't think it's safe there for trans people. No, I mean, yeah, definitely the climate is a pretty toxic environment, it feels like right now, for sure. And it's true. It's 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 bizarre to think that you're supposed to, like, go and spend 10 grand in lawyer fees and get the paperwork through and then go live in L.A. for five years and maybe get a, you know, writing job on a late show or something just so you can then come home and get, like, a CBC show I'm just going to pretend that I moved to L.A. and then the offers will start flooding in and I'll come out and I'll have a good... 10 inch beard and I'll be like I don't even know where it came from but hire me just get a green screen in your living room yeah <laughs> <laughs> Matt O'Brien's not actually there yeah <laughs> you could d- digital content that's the that's working right now you know look yeah. at Pat Thornton my kitchen can be anything oh just yeah them in, great. them in his kitchen for you Shanti I want to ask too like how much because you were talking about how you know early on for you when you were starting in stand-up there was no one really to follow there was no role models necessarily and there really weren't a lot of spots other than if you want to be quote unquote like the token queer comic, like the you're just comic relief just by being there. So for you, how has your material and your persona changed on stage just by the way things have opened up over the years? Like, do you find it a lot different from when you were starting out the way you are on stage now? 
Um, I think I'm the same person, just the content is, is different. And my I don't feel scared to talk about my own story and about myself or to scramble to have like 20 minutes just in case I go to Turkey Point and they don't want to hear what a trans person yeah. has to say. Now I don't have any material really that doesn't talk about my own experience. So when I go into a smaller town, I'm like, eh, eh, it's going to be okay. Because they usually adjust and they're fine. And once they get to like know me as a person through my comedy, they love me anyway. So I don't know. I don't think anything's, I don't know. Uh, pass. <laughs> well, you, I think you hit it on the head earlier as well, where you kind of like, you know, you're not going to go and prepare the audience first to be like, just so you know, if it's okay with you guys, here's what I'm going to talk about. Just you're confident in your voice and I, you have a very I unique feel voice. Like a, a stronger person too. I have a queer, I've built a queer comedy community. Like we're, allow, we're allow, our voices are important and are, we're allowed to be here. So when I go into a club and the things that people used to say to me and the things yeah. that like club owners and just men in general used to say to me in, in comedy clubs or or club owners or whatever I if they're gonna say that to me they're wrong and that's insane the things that they're saying so I think I'm just more confident and uh, that I just love myself more and I'm okay with who I am and being out outrageously out you know and you know what there's nothing a comedy audience picks up on more naturally than just pure confidence in who you are in your own voice right yeah that's like a the more you know moment <laughs> that we can go to break on <laughs> we'll be right back with more top comic at this year's JFL 42 right here Inside Jokes Global News Radio 640 Toronto Hey I'm John Catucci from You Gotta Eat Here so when I'm not eating food I'm listening to Inside Jokes. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Dean Young, and we're getting into the behind the scenes of everything that's happening now in Canadian comedy and why comics are doing what they do on stage. Today, we're talking Top Comic, the annual competition at Toronto's JFL 42 Festival that takes the best of the best in Canadian comedy. And one lucky comic, and it's a tough competition. It's a, it's tough to choose who you might want to see take that home. Uh, but one comic is going home with 25 grand and a spot on all the major festivals. And we're joined in studio by Shanti Morostka. Hey, I'm here. I'm also, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, of course, on this year's Top Comic. Yeah. September and I'm, I'm in the JFL 42, too. And you're in the JFL 42, too. Also. Oh, as well. As well. That's right. <laughs> and, of course, we have Ben Miner, our friend from SiriusXM Canada Laughs. Yeah, man. Uh, and, you know, we, we usually have you in the studio with us once a year when Top Comic comes around. And we were talking earlier in the show, this year it is a bigger animal than oh, it yeah. ever has been. Uh, and you guys have done a great job with sort of giving this thing a national platform and, and making it bigger and better. Not just for the comics that are trying to win, but, you know, for the audiences that are going to go to that final gala show. And, oh, yeah, it's going to be killer. You know, you're seeing a cross-section of who's the best of the best right now in Canadian comedy. Uh, but I wanted to get into it with you about how, how did this whole thing begin? Like, when did Top Comic first come together? Uh, I think it was around 2008 or seven. I know we took a year off at some point, but the competition started as just an online thing where people submitted videos and it was all voted online. I think the winner got two or three grand, yeah. and that was the end of it. And Which that, even then, I mean, that's still, you know, you're a comic kind of coming up. Yeah, that's, you know. that was something, but it isn't quite, you know... There was no live show. It was just no, there was all... no live show or anything. You didn't really get yeah. any prizes. And then the second year, I think we added the Vancouver Comedy Festival along with three thousand uh, bucks. Then after that, it went up to ten, and then to fifteen, and then twenty-five, where we're at now. 
Uh, and like you said, this year the winner gets 25000 bucks. Bookings that just for last in Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, TV taping with Bell Media Montreal. And they also go to Sydney, Australia to perform at JFL Sydney. And the other runners up get twenty five hundred bucks a pop too, and we're always good to them what? as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Oh my god, I'm gonna lose. I, I'm fine. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> well, we're good to everybody. I mean, uh, Shanti, you were a past finalist back in the day. Yeah, and I was a baby. But we've had you on many top comic showcases as part of other festivals. So it's not just about the prizes that we put in there. Anytime we go into a different festival, we're looking to incorporate our top comics in it and give them more opportunities above and beyond what we've guaranteed. So yeah. it's not it's just good, you, you get make, a lot more. We, the 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 plat like uh, the the voting when you have to what am I trying to say when you have to vie for the votes? Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of work. Like it was like a month of our time. So but top comic rewards us. Like I've been on. I think three comedy festivals that I've done the top comic thing, and then I get to see Ben in Winnipeg and in Sudbury. Where yeah. else? Where else? We've seen each other a whole bunch of spots the last little Yeah, long. and it's just fun to just like kind of re and like all the past winners. Like I got to be on with Chris, and Chris is a good friend of mine, and he did Homegrown with me. Yeah. It's just neat. And it's just basically like, thanks for doing that work for us. I'm like, thank you for putting me in the competition. It's good. Well, and it's interesting because you both have a similar similar story in a way that, you know, you're both comics yourselves who've been around for a while. I mean, Ben, this is you're hitting on 20 years. 20 right now, in December, right? yeah. Yeah, in stand up. So start off in 98. And you're both comics yourselves. You're both trying to keep that career I didn't building. I know you were over 20. Yeah, he's yeah. over 20. <laughs> he started when he was five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shanti and I actually knew each other way back when, when Shanti was living in Montreal. As the oh, French really? say, yeah. Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> And how many years in was that? Were you? Back then? I that's where I started. I moved right to Montreal. That was it. Yeah, there was no comedy in Winnipeg at all. There was like a amateur night at rumors every two months. Yeah, and I was like, no. There's no smiling in. Winnipeg I just remember and- Shanty was always cool and funny. Yeah. Like still true. My first memory. Remember when I ran into you in Winnipeg after not seeing you forever? And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> That's where you went. <laughs> yeah, like, still the coolest. <laughs> well, and it's interesting talking to you both because, I mean, Ben, a lot of this stuff came from, of course, your role at Sirius yep. as, as well. But And Shanti, building this scene that you're building here in Toronto. You're both kind of juggling your own careers as stand-ups versus this infrastructure that you're trying to build in Canadian comedy. And I feel like if more people were, were doing that in Canada, yeah. just enough people were putting in that leverage and that effort maybe we would have this audience We definitely here, would. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I also think that good comics aren't afraid of good comedy. And I remember yeah. watching Mike Wilmot when I first moved to Toronto meet Jeff McHenry, who he hadn't seen before. And Jeff McHenry, McHenry was this 21-year-old kid yeah. who was getting everything. And I was really curious to see how they'd react to one another and how Mike would treat the young lion, right? Yeah. And Mike just grabbed him. He said, come here, you genius rube. And he gave him a hug. He said, you're wonderful. You're like yeah. Edwards. You're not Edwards, but you're wonderful. And just watching that, I realized good comedy isn't afraid of good comedy. So it's up yeah. to you as a good comic to go up and try to make it better for the next generation. I, I, I That's so important. That's what, like, when people, like, I lend my voice and, like, help other people out. But it's like, isn't that draining? Or aren't you focusing, not focusing on your own career enough? The more I support these queer kids, the more shows they build and I get to headline their shows, it just creates more work for me. And it gives me yeah. a sense of community. There's no losses to bringing up the, the next generation of no. comedians into a better place. Like, there's no... Pass. It's like arguing <laughs> against solar energy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true, though, because I think that whole thing spread. And that is one of the special things about Canadian comedy is, you know, when you're first starting out and you come to a place like Toronto, 
you see these comics that you grew up watching on TV and you might, uh, I can't approach them at the bat in the green room or whatever, but they will, for the most part, they'll sort of take you aside and they'll give you advice and they'll comment on your oh, set yeah. and they're paying attention. You know, I don't think you find that everywhere because they know the struggle because Absolutely. it's Canadian showbiz, right? thousand percent. So we'll get back to uh, more of what it's like behind the scenes in Canadian showbiz and more on Top Comic right here after the break. Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hello, how are you? This is Irish comedian extraordinaire Fiona O'Brien and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're driving home from the cottage on this beautiful Sunday night. (laughs) We're talking everything that's happening right now in Canadian comedy and it is time again for Top Comic here in Toronto for the JFL 42 Festival. We see some of the best of the best in Canadian comics up on stage, pitted against each other for a cool 25 grand and a spot on all the major festivals. And we, of course, have Ben Miner in studio with us. Hello. Huzzah. Put this whole thing together. <laughs> and one of our favorites and appearing on Top Comic and at JFL 42 this year, Shanti Morostka is in studio with us. Hi. Hey. Hey. It's Sunday. It's Sunday night. <laughs> How come you're not at the cottage? I don't have one. Uh, Shut up. Yeah. No. <laughs> None of, no comics have cottages. Yeah. We have no trouble getting guests on a long weekend in the summer, <laughs> ever. Uh, we are talking about the break, b- before the break, about how uh, Top Comic first sort of came together, and it started as this little online thing where you just hear some clips and vote for your favorite. Yep. Uh, what, was, what was the driving force for you in doing that, though, Ben? Like, because you're a comic, you... Well, you know, you could just be sitting there going, well, I don't care about anybody else. I'm just worried about doing my own thing. Yeah, it's mostly driven by spite. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's, you know, like I said, it all starts with the company I work for. They're really good at supporting Canadian talent, and this is something they had approached us to do. What can we do that's bigger and above what we're already doing? And um, I'd love to be able to take 100% of the credit. I'm definitely you know, the person producing it, but this doesn't happen unless SiriusXM says we want to support Canadian artists in a bigger way. Yeah. And I just took that mandate and I ran with it. It's obviously something I would have loved to do. Uh, since day one, but it took a few years to get it going. Uh, but yeah, I've got good bosses who did Canadian comedy, and they're all about making it a bigger deal. And you can kind of go to them, I guess, with new ideas and sort of push for well, yeah. a little bit more. What well, if we do this? I mean, it? in the last few years, we've we supported festivals like Hubcap and Moncton and Sudbury's LOL Festival, uh, Odd Block in Winnipeg last year. It's just really neat being part of something that's got such a, a broad reach and this is so supportive of comedy we've never seen it i mean shanty and i've been doing this forever yeah there's like been few people on a broadcast level that have helped comedy the way serious xm has and i mean look yeah. at 640 naming another canadian radio station that's got a weekly comedy show that's going out and looking for people and promoting them there's yeah. very little people doing that so i mean thank god for 640 thank god for serious xm going out and helping to elevate this scene because there aren't enough people doing it. Everybody acts like it's, it's where's Waldo? It's easy to find talent. Just looks stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and that's the thing. And I think hopefully more of the networks and more of the sort of powers that be in the boardrooms are starting to finally clue in that we have all these people right here at home. This is content. It's so dumb. It's so easy. Because comics give, you know, I mean, CBC's doing it with Punchline now the last few years. And there's more digital stuff happening. Finally, all this stuff that could have happened decades ago, really. Yeah. Right. But you would think that people would sit back and go like, 
well, wait a second. This is a bonus for us, actually. we This is a comedy that produces comedians naturally. It's crazy. There's people I can name that are the biggest comedy people in the world that are from Canada. Nobody knows. You ever heard of Dan Guterman? No. You remember Dan Guterman? Yeah, I know, you know Dan. What he's he was go- my roommate. He was your roommate. <laughs> oh, really? So Dan Guterman, from that point on, went to be the head writer at The Onion yeah. during their heyday. One Emmy's on Colbert Report, went from Colbert Report to Community, and he's now the co-executive producer and head writer of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah, okay, see? Why don't more Canadians know about that guy? Yeah. Right? Like, give that dude a truckload of money to come produce a show with his little roommate, Shanti Morosica. Let's make it happen. Yeah, Dan, I miss you. Why don't you ever talk to me? (laughs) (laughs) Ben just listed the reasons why. (laughs) He's busy. He's busy. Where were you guys roommates then? Where was that? In Montreal. So when you were starting out? Yeah. So for you, Shanti, we were talking before about, obviously, you know, there weren't a lot of queer voices in comedy when you were starting out. And there wasn't a lot of positive representation or any, really. We've talked about this show uh, on this show before, actually, about uh, Scott Thompson Mm -hmm. is a really overlooked hero in Canadian comedy. Obviously, as being part of the kids in the hall, Mm -hmm. you know, those are sort of the comedy gods in Canada. But being a loud queer voice. Being a loud queer voice. I mean, some of these characters that he was doing on national network television that Everybody was tuning into with, a, you know, Buddy Cole and running F-word. I can't say it anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on, on 640. But all these characters that he was doing that no one thought twice about. And it pro- it silently paved the way for so many comics to just go, holy crap, this is okay to talk about this stuff. In fact, why isn't anybody talking about this stuff? Yeah, we had, we had to tokenize ourselves for a long time to yeah. be able to exist. And now we don't have to. And it's because those people paved the way for us. Like Elvira Kurt and Scott. Yeah. Well, and for you, what was, because, you know, you talk about to a lot of comics about, well, how did you start out? Who was your influence? And for a lot of comics, like, oh, you know, I, I love Richard Pryor or whatever it is, right? The sort of stock answers that everybody has. But for you, what was the impetus to actually like, I think I want to try this. I want to go up on stage. I have stuff to talk about. Like what, what was it in you that just sort of made you take that leap? I don't know. I, I loved Robin Williams so much growing up and I always just wanted to be like him, whether it was comedy or anything, just I wanted to make... I wanted to to be happy like yeah. that. I want to be that shining happiness that he br- he brought to everybody. So that's why like when I do, I'm not a very good comedy writer, but when I'm on stage, I just am trying my hardest to make just be an entertainer and make people laugh and make like you, yeah, use the stage to the best of my ability so that you're happy the whole time I'm on it. You are. You're that because you're that way in the green room too. You're that way as a person. You're just like a ball of energy, and you just kind I'm of like, like a kiss on the lips from Peter Pan. <laughs> you a are symbol. though. You are, though, because you're the comic <laughs> standing around the bar at every show and just going up and, like, ribbing people and trying to, like, keep everybody in this high-energy space yeah. and in this I'm great insane, mood. everyone. Yeah. Oh, no. But in a fun way. Oh, no, Shanty's awesome. That's what I mean when I say I don't... Like, there's few people that make me feel less funny. Yeah. When I'm around Shanty, like, I'll walk around the corner and I'll be... Like, is there somebody singing Justin Bieber? And yeah. then I just walk around and there's Shanty, like, full-on giving it or something. Just... You're always funny, like, and it's never like you're putting it on. It's just you're pure funny, and it's an enviable thing, man. Yeah, it's true. I mean, obviously what you're doing on stage is, of course, honed and cultivated, and that's, you know, through the process of you've been doing this for a long time in a few different places, you know. But it's not it, – it's really just an amplified version of who you are as a person like in real life. Sh- Shanty is Guy Fieri is one of the funniest things I've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> Yeah. It's my favorite bit because I just get to eat chicken wings for the whole song of of uh, Hurt by Johnny Cash. Yeah. Love that song. <laughs> I love chicken wings. I almost wish people listening could see that right now. 
Uh, all right, we'll, we'll be right back with more Ben and Shanty and more Top Comic right here. Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. In Flavortown. In Flavortown. <laughs> hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Inside Jokes, Pants Optional. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. This week we're talking about Top Comic, the competition that takes the best of the best right now in Canadian comedy, sends one of them home with 25 grand and a spot on all the major festivals, and you as the audience at JFL 42 just get to see some of the best comedy talent happening in Canada right now. And of course, today we've been talking to one of our favorite comics returning to the studio, Shanti Murastica. Hey, I, I did it. You did it. <laughs> you were here. <laughs> you did it. You did the whole thing. You were telling us about Guy Fieri just before the break. Yeah. One of your favorite impersonations. Yeah. It's a really dark impersonation, I guess. But it is, It's pretty dark. <laughs> I, go to, I go to some dark places. You go to some dark places about what his life might be like. <laughs> I feel like you're probably not wrong, though. Uh, Shanti, of course, you are in the lineup for Top Comics September 27th here in Toronto at JFL 42. And you have some of your own dates on this year's festival as well. Yeah. On uh, September 20th and September 26th, I get my own shows. I get my own nice. hour. I'm one of the 42 faces. And where can we see you? Where are we doing those? It, this, it says venue to be announced. Oh, so yeah. anywhere in your imagination until they say it. There you go. And just look up Shanti Morostka online and also uh, hit up jfl42.com. And Ben Miner from SiriusXM, uh, just a wrap up here on uh, what to expect at this year's top comic finale. It's going to be killer, man. It's going to be what it always is. It's uh, eight great comics competing for an amazing prize and uh, showing what Canadian comedy is all about. Um on another note, though, Dean, I just want to offer my condolences about Sandra. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very uh, to much. all the listeners and everybody here at 640, she was a warrior, and she did a lot of good for comedy. Yeah, so that was a really huge uh, loss. Yeah, massive condolences to all of her loved ones. You know, and thank you very much. And you were talking earlier in the show about, you know, how SiriusXM did sort of give you this platform mm-hmm. to build this whole top comic thing. And that's what Sandra Carusi left us with here on the show is, you know, built this home for comics to come in every week and talk mm-hmm. about the stuff that she loved. Uh, so, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a pleasure for us to keep that going and just keep that home open for Canadian comics. And I think this fundraiser is happening for, yep. uh, for family nice little while. So go Google that online, check it out. I think Frank Spadone is doing some and you're not going to get a better comic in Frank Spadone anywhere. Like that guy's just, he's, uh, he's one of the Avengers, you know? And he is. And he's such a, he's just a nice, likable guy. And, uh, and too good looking. Can I also say? <laughs> too good looking. Too muscly, too good looking. That's like, right. Man, pick a lane. Pick a lane, dude. It just seems too good to be true. (laughs) It's not fair. And now for this week's comedy listings. The JFL 42 Festival returns to Toronto this September. Get your tickets and lineups at jfl42.com. 42 of the best of the best comics from all across North America coming here to Toronto. And of course, Top Comic returns September 27th. Check out the lineup featuring eight of Canada's top comics right now. And see Shanti Morostka September 20th and 26th at JFL 42. Hit up jfl42.com for all those shows and more. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi. And you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring Chantel Morostica. I'm well aware that I look like a huge lesbian. It's wearing an antler, whatever, I don't know. Um, I'm physically what it would look like if Katie Lang ate Justin Bieber. Yeah, that gets an applause, yeah. You do look like that, Chantel. <laughs> People are too politically correct and they don't want to get in my face about it. So, like, you go to the gay pride parade, for example, and it's just like two 
two queers in a Hyundai throwing glitter at each other, like, oh, except we're here, accept it. And people are like, is that, is that what you're about? And I'm like, I don't even know. There are going to be more fundraisers uh, for Sandra Carusi's kids coming up. There's going to be one at the 905 Comedy Fest this fall. There's also a GoFundMe page set up for Sandra Carusi's kids, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just to help them with whatever they need and, and save up some funds for them and uh, return some of the love that Sandra dedicated herself to in Canadian comedy. Uh, that's our show. Thanks again, Shanti and Ben, for joining us in studio. Thanks, Thanks for man. having us. And do not miss this year's JFL 42. It's a fantastic lineup here in Toronto. And, of course, get out and see top comics see some of the best of the best right here in canada uh because we want to try and keep them here at home that's our show keep it tuned in for the dating and relationship show with laura Bellotta right here on global news radio 640 toronto i need to get on that show (laughs) help us (laughs) i'm lonely dean